This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, agencies may be able to hang on to seasonal employees for a bit longer. The Trump administration wants agencies to get moving on implementing workforce executive orders. And another departure by a longtime government executive. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. The Office of Personnel Management wants to lift the current time limitations for seasonal appointments. OPM says it plans to issue proposed regulations that will allow agencies to keep temporary employees on board for longer than existing policy allows and re-employ trained and experienced staff depending on mission needs. OPM says many agencies have resorted to making additional temporary appointments to keep federal firefighters on staff. Fire seasons are dragging on longer than normal, and agencies have told OPM they'll need more flexibility to keep temporary employees online as long as the season goes. Agencies must reopen collective bargaining agreements whose terms have expired and begin to implement the provisions of the president's workforce executive orders. OPM says the executive orders are in full force even if the two parties have not agreed to officially reopen an expiring bargaining agreement. OPM says agencies that have agreements with provisions that are inconsistent with the president's official time, collective bargaining, and employee removal ZEOs should be rewritten. More workers with security clearances will be enrolled in the Defense Counterintelligence and Security Agency's Continuous Evaluation Program in 2020. 1.4 million clearance holders are currently enrolled. DOD says it wants to bump that number up to 3.6 million by the end of the year. It's all part of the Trump administration's push to stop the practice of doing periodic reinvestigations every 5 to 10 years and move to an enrollment where clearance holders are continuously vetted against seven kinds of automatic data checks. Dr. John Zangardi, former chief information officer for the Homeland Security Department, has found his new home in the private sector. Zangardi has joined Lidos' civil group as senior vice president of business initiatives and strategic partnerships. The executive who oversaw the modernization of shared services strategy is leaving government. Here's Federal News Network's Jason Miller with the details. Beth Angerman, who led the federal shared services effort for the last four years at the General Services Administration, is ending her 15-year tenure in federal service. Federal News Network has confirmed Angerman told staff last week that her last day in government is December 6th. Sources say Angerman will take some time off before deciding on her next job. She played a big role in modernizing the existing shared services strategy that combines both public and private sector expertise and expanded the input and oversight by customer agencies. I'm Jason Miller. GSA is trying to calm some frustrations over the new beta.sam.gov federal contracting site. It released another set of helpful hints around creating search filters and the best practices for setting them up to meet your needs. GSA has also released a how-to video and has updated its frequently asked questions. Last week, GSA released a set of hints that gave users the step-by-step process to save searches and download contract opportunities. Vendors continue to be dissatisfied with the replacement for fedbizops.gov. TRICARE recipients will have to use older methods to change their plans for the rest of open season. A computer glitch shut down the Defense Department's ability to allow people to change TRICARE plans, and it doesn't expect the problem to be fixed before December 9th when open season ends. It's urging people to change their plans by phone or mail. DOD says it will not extend the open season period due to the glitch. 
The Air Force says it's referred new allegations against privatized military housing company Balfour Beatty Communities to its Office of Special Investigations. The new evidence comes from Lackland Air Force Base in Texas, where there are reports of Balfour falsifying maintenance records to receive contract incentives from the service. The Air Force already sent a letter to Balfour in September complaining about substandard living conditions at Tinker Air Force Base in Oklahoma. The service wants a comprehensive plan and schedule for how the company will fix the issues or the Air Force will initiate formal action under the dispute provisions of its contract with Balfour. President Trump picks a new official to oversee the Navy's installations. Federal News Network's Jared Serbu has more. The White House says the president will nominate Charles Williams, a retired Navy Rear Admiral, as the next Assistant Secretary of the Navy for Installations, Energy, and Environment. Williams has four decades of experience in real estate management and development, according to the administration. He would replace Phyllis Bayer, who retired earlier this year. The Navy briefly considered eliminating the position altogether to make way for a new Assistant Secretary for Information Management, but backed down from that plan amid resistance from the Senate. Jared Serbu, Federal News Network. In the final stretch of preparations for the 2020 count, the Commerce Department's Inspector General says Census Bureau systems failed to meet peak recruiting demands, a claim the Bureau disputes. The IG found systems for hiring and payroll were unable to perform at the scale needed to support peak recruiting efforts that will take place early next year. A census spokesman pushed back on those claims, saying the IG relied on outdated testing documents. An agency that services both government agencies and people with disabilities gets a less-than-favorable evaluation of its cybersecurity. More from Federal News Network's Tom Temin. Auditors rate cybersecurity at the U.S. Ability One Commission as not effective. The commission's inspector general hired accountants at McConnell and Jones to do the look-see. They found the commission's security measures consistently implemented, but weak in continuous monitoring. Auditors said, though, the commission had carried out 29 recommendations from last year, Ability One partners employ the disabled who manufacture products the government purchases, such as vehicle parts and office equipment. I'm Tom Temin. And the IRS is seeking public feedback on how to make its services easier to navigate online. The agency has released a survey and will use the results to make IRS.gov easier to navigate. The agency says responses to the survey are confidential and anonymous. Earlier this year, the IRS laid out a roadmap for a six-year IT modernization strategy that will cost nearly $3 billion. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast. Subscribe to the Federal Newscast on iTunes or Podcast One and follow us on Twitter, our handle is at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White.